0: 60khnc.com, click the shop.
1: To today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, uh, Rick Rodriguez, and I am going to begin with just presenting in the last six months um, studying the book of. Matthew chapter 24 I realized that the chapter 24 is really a study or is a a prophecy of Christ telling the disciples about the I'll I'll read it to you I'm trying to I want to lay this out in a proper way and I will begin in verse 1. The last decade, chapter 24, for the most part, is the last decade prior to Christ's return. That's what 20, uh, chapter 24 of Matthew's about. The last decade. Jesus departed from the temple. The disciples came to him. To show him the buildings of the temple, Jesus said to them, You look at these things, verily I say to you, there will not be left here a stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. And then he departed and went to the Mount of Olives, and verse three, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the world? So they wanted to know when is the temple going to be destroyed? They also wanted to know, secondly, when is the end of the world? Because many thought that the end of the world would be at that time when Messiah would come. He would bring in the kingdom of heaven to the Jewish people or the kingdom or the rule of the, of Israel on the earth. Jesus said to them, verse four, pay attention that no man deceive you. There are going to be many who will come in my name, saying that I am Christ, and will deceive many. Now, this these verses here begin to talk about the period of time in the last days, just before the tribulation begins. So he's going to talk now about before the tribulation, there is going to be a time of troubles. This is where he begins. You will hear of wars, rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Yes, there could be in the decades and the centuries before his coming, wars, rumors of wars. But things, these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Now, in our time, in the, really in the last decade, before the tribulation, the rumors of wars will increase, wars and battles be- between the nations will occur. So he says, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines, pestilences, earthquakes in many places, numerous places. At the same time, not only will there be nations at war with other nations, but within the nations, there will be racial tensions, ethnos against ethnos. Uh, in the Gospel of Luke chapter 21, it talks about ethnos against ethnos, ethnic battles with ethnic just ethnicities. There you're going to have famines. We have just begun the end of the world famines. The famines that Christ said would come at the end of the world. We have just begun these great, great famines. Pestilences. Pestilences meaning diseases, uh, viruses, but not just pestilences like Grasshoppers, little creatures, but he means actually something even smaller, pestilences that affect people in their health. Pestilences, something that affects you in a deep, deep sense in your being. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second. Okay. Let's go with uh, earthquakes in many places. He says these are just the beginning of sorrows. The beginning of sorrows. Other translations state that these are the beginning of birth pains. Beginning of they're not the birth pain, they're not the actual delivery, they're the birth pains that precede the delivery. Now, the delivery. Verse 9. Verse 9 is the beginning of the first half of the tribulation. Verse 9, Christ is saying, he's breaking it down. Before the tribulation, there's going to be a time of sorrows. In the time of sorrows, famines, earthquakes, pestilences, diseases, in, in the nations that will affect into people individually, not, not to plagues like locusts and wasps, hornets, things like that, but something that is affecting individuals in their health. And we have begun that time. The biological weapon that has been leashed, unleashed upon mankind, these weapons, they will affect mankind here, bioweapons, they will affect mankind until the coming of Christ. There will be no remedy, no cure. It will be the mercy of God to protect His people, to protect uh, the, the societies of the world, to protect the children of Israel. It will be the mercy of God that will protect people from these plagues, these biological weapons. Verse 9 is the beginning of the tribulation. And here's one of the signs of the beginning of the tribulation. Then they will deliver you up to be afflicted. They will kill you. They shall be and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. The great threat to the people at the end of the world is Jesus Christ. The hatred of Jesus Christ and the hatred of the people who profess the name of Christ will be hated internationally. You will be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Now, in Matthew, he is talking to the disciples, the Jewish people. So there's a dual meaning here. They don't understand that at the, from the time of the resurrection, the night of resurrection and forward, Christ is, is uh, going to live within the believers. And they don't fully understand that Christ is going to adopt another. um, There's going to be an, an, an adoption of the Gentile people. And Christ is looking into the future at the end of the world. And he sees the tribulation and the hatred that will come to the Jewish people. But at the same time in the thought he realizes the people that have received him as their Messiah. There is going to be a great attack on them also. Verse six, verse ten, and you, then many shall be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. He's talking about the people in the family of God, and also uh, the Jewish people within the Jewish community. Jewish people who meet Christ are going to offend their non-Christian Jewish family members. Verse 11, many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. In other words, with the false prophets comes the the matter of the occult. And we have seen the rise of the occult uh, in this last hundred years like never before. And out of the occult come false prophets who are anti-Christ. Verse 12. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Because of the, of sin, because sin is going to increase, the natural love that man has for his fellow man is going to uh, disappear. Wax cold. Be non-existent. Verse 13. But he that endures to the end, the same shall be saved. So God is saying, Christ is saying, there is this attitude that we believers must have that we should endure to the end. Christ will decide when that end with us individually will be. But we are to endure Regardless of how difficult it may be, we are to endure. I uh, have an example of a friend who uh, had—he went in for dental work, and the dentist pretty much destroyed the nerve, the nerve system in his in his mouth. He had uh, his uh, teeth removed, and um, so he could have received dentures. And in the process of removing uh, this friend's uh, teeth. The dentist actually cut into the... There is a whole system of nerves that tie in the whole jaw, upper and lower. And because of the malpractice, it really was a malpractice suit. But the friend, for 10 years, suffered suffered severely because of the damage to the nerves in the jaw, upper and lower. And he, as a believer... There are many times that he wanted to uh, just end it all. And I told him his name was Kelly. I said, Kelly, you let the Lord just let the Lord. We're, we prayed and we prayed and we prayed for healing. He went to different uh, naturopathic uh, doctors. But the damage in the, to the nerves was so severe, there was just not going to be any, without a straight-out miracle, there wasn't going to be any remedy for him. And there really wasn't. But what happened, the Lord made the decision and when COVID began, to the best of my understanding, he got COVID and that is how the Lord took him home. God's ways are not our ways. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts we have to trust him that he knows what he's doing and give him the right to when it is our time let him take us in his way but in the meantime we endure as difficult as it may be he wanted he wanted to commit suicide many many times and i don't know how many times i basically now that i think about it i got him out of that type of thinking we would pray And he would be well, but eventually he would want to just end it. But God decided how his days would end. So we leave leave it up to God. He that endures to the end, the same will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then the end shall come. And then shall the end come. During the first half of the tribulation, I don't have all the scriptures before me from the Old Testament and the New Testament. But the greatest period of time where the gospel will be spread will be in the first half of the tribulation. We will be able during that time to preach, to perform, Miracles like the world has never seen, and we will be able to present Christ, Messiah, to a, a dying world, to a world that is going to need God and his son, his Savior son, more than ever in the history of mankind. In the first half of the tribulation will be the great evangelism spoken of in the scripture. Great, great evangelism like the world has never seen. Then, during the first half of the tribulation, this is daytime. It is a what the word Lord said: "Work while it is day, because nighttime cometh when no man can work." The tribulation, the great tribulation, the last half of the seventieth week, or the last three and a half years of the tribulation, is a time of darkness. Nighttime. This is what the Lord has been saying through the Gospels. Nighttime is coming, and no man can work. That is the last three and a half years of the tribulation. In the first half of the tribulation, it is daytime. It is still time to work. It is still time to profess your faith. It is still time, and it will be the great time where we as believers in the body of Christ... We who have no guile, who are not going to present Christ for profit, who are going to, in a, a uh, pure way, present our Messiah, our God, to the people around us. It's going to, and we're going to be persecuted, and there, we're going to be put to death, but we are going to be effective and then nighttime will come and we hide. We eventually, uh, for the most part, it says that during the last three and a half years of antichrist rule and reign, the Christian churches will be disappeared. They will be eliminated. They will be, we will finish what we all seven churches, we will finish what our our mission has been that is to disciple the nations. It's, it's, it's much deeper than I'm presenting to you right now. So deep, you can't fathom it, but I'll give you in Daniel chapter 11, there's a verse. They that know their God shall do whatever Christ requests them to do at the end of the world. That verse in chapter 11, I don't remember the verse exactly. They that know their God. So there will be at the end of the world those that know their God who wait for God's orders and wait for His counsel. And whatever He counsels them to do, they will do it. Christ, while He was here, He told the disciples that you will do What I have done, the miracles I have performed, you will do these miracles and greater miracles than what I have done. And he was talking to the church, through the disciples, that at the end of the world, the body of Christ, within the body of Christ, there would be people that are very, very gifted. There would be, I I say, two, two groups, one group. Who will perform miracles. They will heal the sick. They will cast out demons. And then Christ when he comes. They will say Lord didn't we do these things in your name. And Christ will say yes you did. But you didn't. You weren't under my control. You weren't under my counsel. You did these things because you had the gifts. You had the. the uh, uh, All of the gifts. But you did them. In your own name, you did them for your selfish purposes so that you could be glorified, so that you could start great ministries, so that you would be men of renown. You're not, you weren't, I never controlled you. I never counseled you. You did whatever you wanted to do apart from me. So depart and leave my presence. You will not go into the millennial kingdom You will be in another place where there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You're my servants. You're my people. But I never counseled you. You never gave me the right to counsel you. You did whatever you felt you wanted to do in your best interests. So you depart from me. The millennial kingdom will be given to the group at the end of the world that do these great mighty signs as I, as they have seen me, as they have, like, Christ said, I do what I see my father do. Whatever my father does, I do. And if my father doesn't do anything, I don't do anything. And the principle with these true apostles and prophets at the end of the world, whatever they see Christ do, they will do. And if he's not doing anything, they will not do it. I know through my life, Many times I had a good message I had a good counsel for people but the Lord never gave me the peace to counsel or to heal, even to pray for people. If without the Lord giving me permission I didn't do it. This has got to be for you in the in this listening uh, the audience, Whatever Christ tells you to do, you do that. If he doesn't counsel you to do it, don't do it. He is the master of ceremonies. He is the one who has the right to tell his people what to do and when to do it. I have uh, examples, but I'm going to just stay with what I'm initially presenting. Daniel 11 says there will be those who, they that know their God. There are those that know their God and there are those that are believers, that are gifted, talented, do perform miracles that really don't know their God. They know the abilities and giftings that they have, but they don't know their God. But there will be those who know their God, and they, these people, these born-again people, in the body of Christ. And I will point to chapter 11 of Revelation, the two witnesses. Two children of God, corporate children. One born naturally, the Jewish people, into the plan of God. The other adopted, the Gentiles, adopted into the plan of God. But both of these children that have been adopted into God's plan, they will testify. And it says that they will stop the rain and they will bring plagues upon the earth as often as they want. As they are counseled by the Holy Spirit, they will bring judgments upon the earth. And this will happen in the first three and a half years. When nighttime comes, it says that the in revelation 11 that eventually it says antichrist he is going to go to war with these two corporate groups of christians and he's going to go to war with them with his army with his physical army with guns and bullets we our power is in what we speak through the power of the holy spirit Matthew 24, verse uh, 14. And the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. Then shall the end come. Uh, The bottom of the hour break. I'll pick up on Matthew chapter 24, verse 15. Now the second half of the tribulation is going to begin. We'll be right back. J.D., the Colorado
2: Deplorable here to tell you about Swamp Fight right here on AM
1: 1360 KHNC Radio. Saturdays from noon to one. Join me as we do battle in the D.C. Swamp. Swamp.
2: Did the fire marshal take one look down your driveway and say, Uh, my guys aren't going down there. Or are there parts of it that just need a little more sun? Then call Affordable Tree at 970-568-6898. We can climb, cut, or trim your problems away. Specializing in defensive space, upper and lower fire mitigation, forest health, plus we can save freshly hit beetle trees. So call us at 568-6898. That's 568-6898. Is your
3: fireplace not running right? Do you need maintenance or a fresh new look? I'm Keith, owner and service technician.
4: And I'm Amy, scheduler for Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical, servicing Northern Colorado.
3: We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-in pellet stoves and
5: fire pits.
4: Call Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical at 970-966-0217. Again, 970-966-0217. Or visit us on the web at Abundant
6: The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit tahibo.teaclub.com. Tahibo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word tea and then the word club. Reasons to own gold. Reason number seven twenty five.
7: The government goes out of its way to make you believe Social Security has an account with your name on it with money just for you. But the Supreme Court ruled that payments due under Social Security are not property rights and are not protected. Social Security is merely a tax and the government is under no obligations to pay you anything. Call the Patriot Trading Group 800 951 592 or visit all American gold.com
0: neil desperandum never despair that is the motto for you and me all are not dead and where there's a spark of patriotic fire we will rekindle it samuel adams happy oh a happy day oh a happy day, oh, happy day. Oh, happy day.
1: Hey, I'm back. I apologize. I came into the uh, broadcasting studio, and I forgot to turn on my microphone, so I apologize for making that mistake. I uh, was broadcasting from the, the control room, and I didn't like the quality of the broadcast, so I decided to come into the recording studio or the broadcast booth, and uh, my, I've had dead air here for the last 10 minutes. I apologize for that. I won't make that mistake again. I'm trying to, I want to have be at the boards so I can transmit from the boards. But, but uh, I'm not happy with the uh, way in which I have to do it. Be, uh, this way I can play music. I don't have to play just the bumper music. So I'm going to go back to where I, what I was saying. I know that that we are not to ignore the devil's devices and I had the microphone on in there but I had the microphone turned off in here so because of that I presented something that I'm going to present again in the we are near the first half of the tribulation we are we are about to begin the tribulation and you don't have to believe me But I'm going to be faithful to what I see in the scripture, in my interpretation, in the prophecies in the Bible. The prophecies in the Bible are accurate forecasting. Just like the weathermen, they look at the weather to see what's going to happen and they make their forecasts. The prophecies in the Bible are accurate forecasting, they are perfect they are not flawed there's no flaw they're perfect they are sound the problem has always been interpretation the interpretation through god's people has always been the problem and so christ or or the apostle paul had heard in the book of corinthians chapter 1 uh, no in first corinthians he'd heard that there were divisions there were heresies. There were problems in the churches, and he said, "I believe that what I'm hearing is correct." And the principle was, you had some men who were teachers saying one thing; others were saying something uh, in the opposite. They were. They all had. The, they were all speaking something. And Paul said. But every one of them, they need to speak. They need to speak. They need to talk. They need to present what they feel. Because eventually, as they speak, then you know what their thinking is. You know what's in their heart. And those that are to be approved by the Holy Spirit will be approved. There had to be an examination of everybody's doctrine. And in these days, there has to be an examination of everybody's prophecies. There has to be these prophecies, and the people that are speaking, they have to be examined. They have to be tested. So I say that we're very close to the tribulation. I say that Matthew chapter 24, initially Christ tells the children, uh, the disciples, For you, disciples, what you are going to see is you're going to see the destruction of the temple. But you are not going to see what happens at the end of the world. But here's what's going to happen at the end of the world. You're going to have distresses. You're going to have hardships. You're going to have famine. You're going to have earthquakes in many places. People are going to come in my name saying that they are Christ, but they're false prophets. They're from the occult. And they're from uh, my children that are error and error doctrinally, in theology, and eschatology. And they're going to deceive many, lead many people uh, away. And uh, your the hearts, because of evil and lawlessness, lawlessness at the end of the world, people will stop. Uh, the, uh, the The love for one another is going to end. It's going to grow cold. But the people that that endure, that continue in their faith, these will be saved. So Christ was saying, before the, tri- before the great tribulation, you'll have this experience from verse 9 to verse 14. You're going to be arrested. You're going to be turned over to, to uh, the authorities. You're going to be tortured. You're going to be killed. The whole world is going to hate you. Because you believe in me, you follow me because of my name. But you have to endure. And then he says, in verse 15, then you're going to see the sign of the the, the uh, abomination of desolation. So, in the last ten years, we're going to see the wrath of God after the tribulation of those days, then you're going to see the wrath of God. Before the wrath of God, you're going to have the great tribulation, three and a half years. And before the great tribulation, you're going to have before that, three and a half years, where God's children, the godly children of, uh, of the, the godly servants of God, are going to testify, and the whole world is going to have the gospel preached to them. The first three and a half years of tribulation. This is the end of day. Work while it is day, because nighttime is coming. And at the very end of the day, at the end of the harvest, when the harvest, the great harvest is going to begin, that is when the body of Christ is going to shine, and is going to stand, and is going to represent Christ like never before. In the first half of the tribulation, in the first three and a half years, the church of God the true believers are going to lead many to righteousness, they are going to do do whatever God they are going to know their God, they're going to do whatever their God asks them to do. Then at the same time, nighttime will come, the last three and a half years. If you look at the last three and a half years of the Great Tribulation, it doesn't appear that the Christians are even alive they don't exist they've been disappeared well during the last three and a half years it's nighttime christ is saying in nighttime no man can work what do you do in the nighttime you hide you hide you quit your work and you're going to work and you're going to still represent christ but it's going to be through our martyrdom It's going to be through martyrdom. That is when the great martyrdom of the body of Christ begins, through at the hands of Antichrist. And Revelation chapter eleven, like I stated in the first half of the uh, program, Antichrist will take his armies, his his actual the the military, to go to war with the Christian Church, the the. builded church you're going to have the part of the church that is going to turn on the true believers Christian against Christian you're going to see it you're going to see Christians who live in the flesh to stay alive they're going to begin to betray their fellow believer then at the end of the three and a half years verse 21 well we're going to go to break we'll be back in a few minutes we'll finish out hour one Rick Rodriguez Dolan Tree and lampstand Ministry Radio Church we'll be right back
2: As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the station at 970-587-5003. Again, 970-587-5003 and ask for the Rev.
8: Did you get some mud
2: on your pants?
4: Did you get a little spaghetti sauce on your shirt?
3: Did you get shed on by your dog?
7: Well, I had on clean underwear. Clean underwear. Yeah, mama
9: well, if so, call New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, located in Severance and Fort Collins. You can reach them at 970-775-0623. That's 970-775-0623.
4: It's wagner electric has the generator to meet your needs call now for a free estimate 970-800-3693 we have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock there is also financing available We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693 or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards.
0: No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary. When people are universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. Samuel Adams
4: At Life Choices, we are helping women and men choose life and create stable futures for their children. You can help avoid the loss of another life by going to lifechoices.org or call 303-651-2050 extension 116 and donate. Make a difference and be a part of God's work by creating a better future for kids and families. Lifechoices.org or 303-651-2050 extension 116.
1: Determined. We need to be determined to be thorough, and I am determined to be thorough. We uh, we are not fighting against flesh and blood. We are fighting wars against, we are fighting wars against principalities, powers, spiritual wickedness in high places. So, with every program, I I anticipate and I uh, and I study to be thorough, and I'm determined to be thorough. But we have an enemy. And sometimes uh, we pray, and we still... I pray that at the beginning of the program today, I prayed that there would, be no, there would be no problems. There would be... Everything would flow perfectly. But from the very minute before I began to do today's program, little things just began to happen, which I, I realized I have to be careful because the strategies of the devil are to keep us from being victorious in the abilities and the gifts and the, uh, what God has called us to do. And already, here in the first hour, these little frustrations, but that's okay. They are taken care of now. They are done. All the wickedness, all the evil has been bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, for those, I don't like to continue to go over Matthew chapter 24. I have other things I want to present. But I told the Lord this morning whatever you're the master of ceremonies, Holy Spirit, you're the one who decides what is important to your people today. And I've done Matthew 24 five or six programs. But Lord, whatever you say is important. That is what I will do. And the Lord led me right into Matthew 24 again. The last decade prior to Christ's return. Listen, you need to study the book of Matthew. It is the last decade before Christ's return. It is the, the, the decade that talks about the, the sorrows and birth pains before the tribulation. The tribulation, the, half, the first half of the tribulation the second half of the tribulation and then it talks about what happens after the tribulation is over. It talks about then the rapture of God's children will take place after the tribulation. Not in the great tribulation, the second half, or in the first half of the tribulation, or in the time of sorrows. No, the rapture of God's children You have to endure to the end. You have to see clearly that we are going to go through the whole seven-year period of tribulation unless Christ takes us to be with Him. I'm going to continue with this. The Holy Spirit, He is the Master of Ceremonies. I will do what He asks to do and when I feel, I finish presenting it to you. I will be done for that part rodriguez
7: due to the responses to our austrofarian cbd commercial here's a message from arnold
3: i don't know what the big deal is i just try to use a little accent and sell some cbd and people get all upset at me i just want to sell cbd buy cbd now now buy it now
7: to buy or find my kind cbd products just go to the website 1360khnc.com click on the shop you're listening to the roar of the rockies khnc 1360 am johnstown
8: greeley loveland fort collins Rocky Mountain News Network. I'm Jim Williams. Downtown Denver was still full of protesters Saturday as Colorado continued to express anger about Friday's Supreme Court ruling. It undid the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision and eliminated Americans' right to terminate pregnancies. The biggest groups demonstrated outside the state capitol, but Colorado will be one of the states preserving women's right to seek an abortion. In March, the legislature passed a bill making the Roe decision's tenets state law. If it hadn't, the Supreme Court ruling could have taken effect here, too. Previously, Colorado hadn't had restrictions on abortions but didn't have a statute expressly allowing them either. One extra problem, despite Colorado remaining a safe haven for women seeking abortion services, will be that police in states where the procedure is now going to be illegal may use data from Colorados to enforce anti-abortion laws on them. That's possible according to CU Associate Law Professor Margot Kaminsky, who says if there's no law preventing police from doing it, they might try to use things like phone location tracking, even apps that track women's menstrual cycles to go after those seeking abortions. Kaminsky says women in states where abortion is now banned should use extreme caution when looking for for Colorado Reproductive Health Care Online. Longmont authorities are looking for a suspect or suspects who vandalized and set fire to an abortion alternative pregnancy center called Life Choices. Police and firefighters responded to that blaze about 3 o'clock Saturday morning. The building had suffered heavy smoke and fire damage. The front of it spray-painted with messages like, in these words, if abortions aren't safe, neither are you. That case being investigated as arson. The U.S. Forest Service is closing parts of the California Park area and the Route National Forest just south of where the longtime hippie group the Rainbow Family plans to hold its 50th annual gathering next month. California Parks is a bit northeast of Craig in Moffitt County. The Forest Service says the closure is meant to protect natural resources there, now through at least the 4th of July, when they expect the largest number of visitors. In sports, the Avalanche looks to close out the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning in Game 6 of hockey Stanley Cup Finals in Florida tonight, face-off 6 o'clock mountain time. And the U.S. women's national soccer team top Columbia 3 on a friendly match in Commerce City last night for Colin Sophia Smith scoring two American goals. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network.
10: I'm Heidi Ganahl, and I know Jared Pullis has become a real pain in the gas for Colorado families. Gas is almost $5 a gallon thanks to the Pullis Premium. In fact, Polis is Biden's point person for the New Green Deal here in Colorado. As your governor, I will put energy workers back to work here in Colorado. I will clean up our streets, and I will make it affordable again to live in our beautiful state. I'm Heidi Ganahl, a mom on a mission to be your next governor, and I approve this message.
11: Summer is around the corner. Take time to refresh in Wyoming's Carbon County. Drive up and soak in the mineral hot springs. Visit one of their many museums. Take a scenic hike, horseback ride, or bike ride. Enjoy an array of lounging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at WyomingCarbonCounty.com. That's WyomingCarbonCounty.com. Get your West on.
7: By now, you know how good CBD can be for you.
12: That's WarriorsRevolution.com.
13: This is Crystal with Cruise Planners. We're a full-service travel agency located in Johnstown, Colorado. Give us a call at 970-578-9779 or visit our website at MileHighCruisePlanners.com to start planning your next vacation today. By Land, Air, Sea. We get you there and all you do is go enjoy. Again, that number is 970-578-9779.
1: the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Uh, every Sunday, 9 to noon, here on 1360 AM Radio uh, and podcasts are 1360KHNC.com. For these podcasts and the podcasts uh, of the programs throughout the week, and also the Present Truth Program, That I host 2 to 3, Monday through Thursday. I've been talking about Matthew 24, the last decade prior to Christ's return. Christ tells the disciples, You're going to see and witness the destruction of the temple, but I'm going to tell you what happens at the end of the world in the last decade. In the last decade, you're going to have the time of sorrows, a specific time which is very difficult for the people that live on the earth in the last decade. And before the tribulation, there's going to be something that occurs that is going to be uh, a time of sorrows, a time of birth pains upon the world. That time has begun. After the election of Joe, well, after Joe Biden uh, took authority of this nation, That was one of the indicators that the time of sorrows would begin. After Donald Trump was removed from office, he's still the president. He's still legitimately the president, according to the Constitution. The prime ministers and the presidents of the nations, they know what happened in America. They are fully aware of what happened and how Donald Trump was not allowed to remain in office in his second term. I'm not, doing, I'm not presenting this to you from a perspective of anything political. I do not care about politics. I know that, that we have a system where we can vote and we can elect people to put them in positions of power to uh, uh, represent us. I, As a prophet of God, as a person that is a minister in the kingdom of heaven, I do not care about the politics of the world. I look at, and you should look at what God says about the prophecies in the scripture and what we as a body of Christ were called to do. We are not to attempt to, to change things in the world through political means. Every time in in Jim Miller's church history, Miller's church history, you read that book, every single time the Christian people began to get involved in the politics of any nation, great tribulation and punishment would come to the churches. Does that mean we don't have the right to vote? No, I'm not talking about that. We have laws and we have ways in this country. To in the civil way, civil in in the, the civil uh, uh, the courts in the society, Israel had the representatives that would run the nation. Then Israel had its priests, prophets. They were separate. The civil authorities were separate from the priest prophets. That's what, where we as Christians have to draw the line. I, had, I was talking to my wife. In the past, years ago, 30 years ago, I had thought about running for uh, positions. I have a friend. We were talking about the city council in Longmont. And I told him, Walt, you should, uh, you should run. I'm pretty sure you'd be elected. And I said, you'd be a great, city, uh, uh, you'd be a great person on the city council. And he agreed. And he said, well, you should run. And I said, no. And back then, I really didn't have the sense to run. I didn't really know why. Because I have not been called to have authority in civil service in the to represent at a city or county or state level. I was never called to that. I didn't understand it then. I, I knew that no, I couldn't do it. I didn't know why I, I, sh- I could not, why God would not allow me to run for any type of office. Because I haven't been called to that. I have been called to represent priests, prophets in the body of Christ. I'm to present to God's children the matters of the kingdom of heaven, not the matters of the civil laws and authorities. I, as a p- prophet priest, I look at and see the corruption, just like Elijah saw the corruption with Ahab and Jezebel. But he wasn't there as a civil servant to change things in the nation of Israel. That's not why he was in position. He was there to bring the apostate people back to God. The apostate children of Israel in Ahab that were under Ahab and Jezebel's rulership, authority. Ahab was a king. He wasn't a a priest prophet. Elijah brought the children back to God. He brought God to the children of Israel to show them that God had not abandoned them, to show them that God was still as powerful then as he's always been. They were apostate. They didn't see the works of God. They didn't see anything but hardship under Ahab and Jezebel. And Jezebel's all of the prophets throughout the land, all of the occult world that she brought in to Israel at that time. Elijah came and he went directly to war with Jezebel's prophets. And he said, Okay, you believe your god is powerful? Let me see the power of your god. I'll show you the power of my god. And then when he had the victory, he went and he annihilated the prophets of Jezebel, half of them. Well, there was there were two groups, 450 and 400 and another group. God's children in the churches of God in America have been so affected by this culture, the greatest culture ever in the history of the world, the American culture, a powerful culture, so powerful that all of the churches of God, all seven of them in that are in the United States of America, the the, big, the, 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 the dynamic brother of all the seven, the Laodicean Church, the Evangelical Churches of America. This is our land. This is uh, the land that God gave the church in Laodicea. The other six brothers came to America to enjoy the blessings and benefits of the youngest brother, Laodicea. The Catholic Church, all the other churches, they are enjoying the blessings of the Laodicean Church, the Evangelical Churches of America. We are not enjoying the, what has been given to Rome in Italy, or in Germany to the Lutherans, or in, in, in the in Middle uh, Central Asia to the, the uh, Orthodox Churches. No, we're more dynamic than all of the other six churches. We have a, a, a something, a, a quality to the evangel- evangelical churches. We have a quality in the gifts of the Holy Spirit that the other churches do not have. They do not understand the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and many evangelical Christians don't understand what we as the Laodicean church has been given we're like the, Catholic, the the Corinthian church all the gifts we are not behind in any we're not lacking in any gift none of the nine gifts we're not lacking they are all part of the weapons that the evangelical churches have been given for warfare but the evangelical churches because the pastors of the land have not understood clearly what these gifts of the Holy Spirit are All of them. They have not trained the evangelical churches to use these abilities. Well, these abilities, these giftings are necessary and they are vital for what what is coming in the future. We Laodiceans, the evangelical churches, we have been so deceived by the power of the cosmos we don't even realize how deceived we are. We don't really believe how powerless we are. We think we have power. Yeah, our power comes through our affluence, through the finances that we have, to the clothes that we wear, through the education that we have, through the benefits that we've had in America. But we are apostate. We are blind, naked, we are wretched, we are miserable, and we are poor. And I have, uh, I read about people, teachers, who say that all seven churches basically don't exist anymore. No, that all seven churches exist from back then, 2,000 years ago, 1,900 years ago, to the time of Christ. They're lampstands. They are to present in their own way in which God called them with their own personalities. Each church has their own personality. Each church has its own location. Each church has its own weaknesses, drawbacks. Each church, uh, dysfunctionalism in each of the seven churches, for the most part. But still, they're the lampstands of God. And God warns them that if you don't continue, your lampstand is going to be taken away. But they are the seven churches of God, and they will be here at the end of the world, and all seven churches are going to be attacked, under attack, by Antichrist. Well, you have all seven churches. The other six churches came to the United States of America because we have a Constitution. That's why they came to the United States of America. When we became a new land, we shifted from being part of the family in Europe... We were born as a new brother, the youngest of seven, the youngest, the most dynamic, in America, in a distant land. We did not, God did not intend that the Laodicean church have its center in Europe. That was not God's intention. God's intention is that the seventh church the homeland of the seventh church, the evangel- which we call evangelical churches, would be the United States of America. And God in His sovereignty gave the Laodicean church the Constitution of the United States of America, America which gives us freedom of worship, speech, and all that was given to the churches you think that the church was just for the, the the constitution was for america as a nation well that's part of it but in a, another perspective the constitution was put in place for god's seventh church for the evangelical churches because the seventh church has a destiny That is much different than the other six churches. Our destiny is we would be the church. That would have its existence. And function. In. A nation. That is called Babylon the great. I can lie to you. But I'm not going to lie to you. the American Evangelical Christianity. You, we, are in the heart of the end of the world, Babylon the Great, that sits between two oceans. The Atlantic on the east, the Pacific on the west, the Great Lakes to the north, and the Gulf of Mexico to the south. We are basically, in a sense, an island. And the great strategy of the devil was to make sure that the American evangelical Christians would not wake up to their destiny and wake up to their calling as a church. We individually have a calling. But as a seventh church, the young church, the dynamic brother, the, the, the evangelical churches of America... They are the prince of the seven churches. We are the prince church. We are the Joseph. We are the the church that has been given a coat of many colors. But we have a destiny and we have an objective that God and a plan that God had for the seventh church. We are the church that is going to go into direct conflict with the coming Antichrist in America. All through my, for the most part, all but uh, six years of my Christian life, I have had the revelation of who America is and it didn't come because somebody convinced me it came by revelation of the holy spirit and until the american christians have that revelation you're going to be at a disadvantage you are at a big disadvantage you christians who do not and refuse who do not see and refuse to accept the fact that america is babylon the great of the end of the world you Christians that have been under teachers and ministries who have stated that America is not in the Bible, you are at a great disadvantage. You don't know your, what you have been called to do with the assembly of believers in this country. We are going to testify against the wickedness of America blind patriotism. We are in the world. We are not to be of the world. And then America comes into existence and the evangelical or the group of believers that want to be free from all of the other assemblies, you might say, in Europe, Catholics, Lutherans, Anglicans, they eventually... For the sake of freedom, they come to America. And that group of people in America, you have the evangelical churches that are born. We are different because we evangelize. We evangelize. The Catholics, they teach the traditions and the superstitions of Catholicism, as well as the Lutherans, as well as the Greek Orthodox and Russian Orthodox and the Orthodox churches of of Europe they have their traditions they have their ways but the evangelical churches know we're completely different we are the free church and we are the most doctrinally when you really think about the evangelical the great teachers in this country we are the most Sound in our doctrine. Not all, but the great, great teachers. We are greater, have greater soundness in doctrine than the Lutherans, the Catholics, the uh, any of the other six churches. We are more gifted in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit than any of the other six churches. They think the giftings to a degree are nonsense. We, evangelicals, theologically, we are more sound in our theological thought than the other six churches. In eschatology, we are more gifted, more accurate in our theology, because at least we consider, i am not the theology, eschatology, than the other six churches the other six churches don't care so much about eschatology especially the Catholics Lutherans app they poo poo it the Catholics don't like eschatology because in the book of Revelation chapter the end of chapter 2 the church in Thyatira and the Catholics because they don't want to believe the truth about who they are as a church, there is a great, great persecution coming to the Catholic Church. All the churches are presently under severe persecution. But I'm saying to the Catholic audience, God says that because of the idolatry in the Catholic Church, he is going to throw the Catholic Church into a bed of sickness. And he's going to kill her children with death. You go read it. You go read it. God is God cannot allow errant doctrine or the the. Uh, because we are in such a critical time I I know I, I guess I can say that the Holy Spirit is more active in opening the eyes of his children especially those in the builded church especially those who really are wanting to know the truth I'm I'm at a crossroads right here. If Satan... Satan is subtle. He deceived Eve in the Garden of Eden and he has deceived the Evangelical Christian Church of America. And And until you have a revelation of one of the important teachings of Christ in eschatology throughout the whole scripture. The Christian people who refuse to entertain the thought that America is in the Bible, you are at a disadvantage. Now, I would give you a testimony. Why am I, I, I have an advantage over those over over many of the prophets of this land and the true apostles of this land, I have an advantage. I'm in a I'm in a, a position where I have a great advantage as a teacher of eschatology that others don't have. And I'm not I'm not bragging. I have to be honest with my testimony. It's my testimony. You overcome. The devil, by your the word of your testimony, by the blood, and by not loving the soul life unto death. Now I'm going to go to a break here in a second, so I don't want to begin something and not be able to finish it without being interrupted by minutes. I'm in a, I have an advantage over all of many, many, many. Of my teachers and pastors and friends I have an advantage and the advantage is this I know the prophecies about Babylon the great of the end of the world I know the I have an advantage because I re, I know through the revelation that the Holy Spirit gave me about this country It has been a revelation that has always kept me going directly on a straight path that leads to a narrow gate. (coughs) Because I know there is an end coming and a hardship coming to the evangelical churches of America, and the gravity of it is beyond it will it will the gravity of it is, is severe. If I'm saying what I'm saying, if it's correct, and I I am going to say that I am correct, not that I'm correct, but the Bible is absolutely clear on the matters of Babylon the Great at the end of the world. I'm going to be back in a second, but we're going to continue. You need to know where you dwell
14: joe from checker here join me this saturday at 3 p.m i'll be talking about ways how to save money and be more comfortable in your home with koala insulation of boulder that's this saturday at 3 p.m right here on khnc tune in to learn how to save money and be more comfortable in your home
8: this is clay with wagner electric company we're out of greeley we're here to promote our generac and and cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs, 970-800-3693.
0: Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial location. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565. <laughs> With costs of everything
5: skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity. Whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out, that started on $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048.
7: Higher rates, lower rates, negative rates, bail-ins, bail-outs, and so much more. You know why you need to own gold and silver. At the Patriot Trading Group, we're a different kind of company. We have no commission salespeople, no boiler room sales calls, no high price spokesmen. We believe in treating you with honesty and respect and delivering you the best products at the best price. Buying or selling, call us at 800-951-0592 or go to our website at allamericangold.com.
6: Hi, everybody. Glenn
5: Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0.
4: Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m.
5: Right here on 1360 KHNC.
4: Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level.
15: A happy day. A happy day. Oh, a happy day.
1: Okay, we're back for the next half of this hour. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com, Olive Tree Ministry section. And I uh, thank everyone for your prayers and for your financial help. Thank you. I'm in the process of expanding uh, the ministry in the way in which to reach a bigger audience. And I have for years had a great conflict I'm not a person that I don't think any of us are that we're trying to pick up more responsibility you actually want to pick up less responsibility but as directed by the Holy Spirit I've had to sit and think about my direction and like I say, we are, are are his servants. He chose us, we didn't choose him. He called us, we didn't call him. Each one of us, we have a, a very important place in the body of Christ. and we, individually have the, you might say, the uh, steering wheel in our hand, we have our foot on the gas, and we can go the direction in life that we choose, and we can go uh, at the speed that we choose. But here's where the counsel of the Holy Spirit comes into play. We have many directions. We have many devices in our hearts. But the counsel of the Lord, that shall stand. We all have a sphere of responsibility. Sisters, children, fathers. Not all are called to macro worlds. But we all do have a micro world that we affect. And what God has given us, we have all the authority of who who God is in our hand. We have the ability to make the requests for whatever it is that is important for protection, for provision, direction, and what I'm presenting is if, and, and I know I am correct, and I'm not, I'm, I, I, because I have studied the Bible, I've studied the prophetic word, I have looked at history, and God's prophets, they are not civil servants. They are servants, representatives of a kingdom kingdom they cannot be shaken. I'm not a civil servant. I use the laws of the land and the protections of the land, but I'm not a civil servant. I was never given permission to run for any type of office to change anything in the civil society. If there's going to be any change, it's going to come through prayer. As a priest in the kingdom of heaven, In a royal priesthood, which you are all members of a royal priesthood, your priesthood, which you've been called to, is not common. It's not an earthly priesthood. It's not common. It's not just general. We have been called specifically, we in the body of Christ, those that have met Yeshua HaMashiach, those who are the believers of Messiah, God's dear son, we are royal, we are in a royal priesthood. We are not common. But Satan and the world would want you to believe that you are just common. I say, no, you are not. You are members of a royal priesthood, much greater than the priesthood of the priests of the Old Testament. We are members of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. The kingdom and the kingdoms of this world are being shaken presently. We are not members of that kingdom. As the kingdoms of this earth are shaken, the, the, the kingdom that we are members of is not being shaken. It can't be shaken. It is growing. It is becoming more powerful. And the reality of that kingdom is becoming more evident. Whether we see it or we don't see it, it doesn't matter. I see it. I see we're in the last ten years. I see that with what's happening with Russia, we're getting ready for the big Russian war when Russia is destroyed on the mountains of Israel. I have an advantage. The key to everything pivots in the end of the world, in the matters of prophecy, there are pivot points. Everything revolves around certain things. Everything on one side revolves around Israel becoming a nation in 1948. Another pivot point is the United States of America. The great whale in the swimming pool. So big, you can't see the swimming pool. (coughs) Excuse me. For the Christians that do not have the revelation of who America is and America's role at the end of the world, you are at a disadvantage. My, the, van- the advantage I have is because I am fully aware of the prophecies of America. I can look at all the other prophecies in the Old Testament, the writings prior to Christ's coming, and the writings after Christ came, And had his resurrection. And everything fits perfectly. That's the advantage I have. You want that advantage? You need to pray and ask God to show you the truth about this country. Once you see the prophecies of the United States then you'll begin to see that we, evangelical, we, the young brother, the young Christian church, the church in Laodicea, the youngest brother of all the seven churches, we have a greater reward in the millennial kingdom than the other churches. Is that possible? Is that true? Is there... God have a a greater... uh, uh, What do you call it? Uh, Is He choosing uh, the Laodicean church above the other brothers? No. We're all God's children. (laughs) But... John and James's mother came to Christ and said, Lord, I would that you put one son on your left, one son on your right. And the Lord said, you don't know what you're asking. That's not up for me to decide. So in other words, in the kingdom of heaven, in earth, in time now, no, there is no respecter of persons but, but in the millennial kingdom, there are going to be those believers who gave more during their lifetime and they're going to have greater positions of honor in the millennial kingdom. And with the seven churches, the promises to each of the seven churches is different. Now to the church in Thio- to Laodicea, we're going to be the church that is going to be the most persecuted to the end of the world because we live in the nation that Antichrist is going to rule. So, what's, our, what's going to happen with us? Well, it says here that to he who overcomes... Verse 21, chapter 3 of Revelation, verse 21. The other seven churches, they all get their reward and they are happy with what they get. But because we're unique and we're going to suffer persecution openly in the land of the coming Antichrist. Verse 21, chapter 3. Those who overcome and get the victory and who conquer... They will sit with me on my throne in the same way that I won the victory, I overcame, I conquered, I I had the victory over death, in the same way that I won the victory and sat down with my father on his throne. So this is what we are, this is our reward. Our reward is we're going to sit with Christ on his throne the way that he got to sit down with his father on his throne. So yes, there are differences in reward. We have an opportunity in this country, and guess what? Guess who else is going to be persecuted with us in this nation when Antichrist sends his armies after the body of Christ? The Catholics, you're involved. The Lutherans, you're involved. Those in the Orthodox churches, you're involved. Every Christian, regardless of which assembly he is a member of, you're in America, you're going to be persecuted. You're going to be hunted down. This is what's coming to America. The Lord said that He would do nothing until He reveals to His prophets, the servants, His servants, what He is going to do so that they can warn as God's trumpets. We are the we prophets. We are the true shofar, the reality of the shofar. The shofar was a ram's horn. It was used to warn of danger. That was a type. That's only a type. A ram's horn is an instrument. But the reality, the great, great reality... Of the shofar. Are God's prophets. Announcing to. The children of God. The truth. The prophets that won't tell. God's children the truth. They're going to. Lose. Some of their reward. In the millennial kingdom. The prophets. That warn God's children. Because that's their duty. Whether they like it or not, regardless of what may come to them, it's no, uh, I, I mean, what do you say? Paul, the apostle, he knew his end. Paul, Peter knew his end. The apostles knew their end. They weren't going to get to retire. They all knew they were going to be martyred. Paul knew. He even talked about, now it's my time. And then he was shortly thereafter martyred. I do have an advantage. In 1980, I realized that America, through study, months and months and months of study, U.S. News and World Report, Atlantic Monthly, Time Magazine, uh, all of the weeklies I used to study, the monthlies. I didn't believe America was in the Bible. <coughs> and then I started studying the scriptures. And I would say one day, yes, America's gotta be in the Bible. Next day I'd wake up, no, it's not. This with this yo yo effect went on for months. And I think one day I think the Holy Spirit just finally <clears throat> I don't know the way God does things. He said, Now He didn't say, Son, you need to make a decision. No. Just I just knew one day I felt like the Lord was saying you have the facts you've looked at all these magazines you have the scripture now is America in the Bible or isn't it you can't be double minded I took the scripture the facts they both fit and I Said, there is no way possible that America is not Babylon the Great of the end of the world. And the Holy Spirit opened my eyes, and from that time, as I began to study the prophetic word, everything began to fit. Everything. Israel began to fit. The verses about America being great at the end of the world, a great empire, an empire that no nation could go to war with without severe consequences. And then you see what happens in the decades. This was in nineteen eighty. I had the revelation, it's all I can tell you. We're in the last decade. And we're at the end of this hour. So when we get back, we're going to talk about five curses or curses at the end of the world for people that don't want to know the truth. We'll be back Rick Rodriguez and we'll finish out in a second.
3: Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country then you need our help we answer our phones live and know our clients by name let us provide your company a no charge phone and internet evaluation call 720-399-0233 or learn more at
0: libertybts.com. The real cost of the state is the prosperity we do not see, the jobs that don't exist, the technologies to which we do not have access, the businesses that do not come into existence, and the bright future that is stolen from us. The state has looted us just as surely as a robber who enters our home at night and steals all that we love. Frederick Bastiat
13: Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up, Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net.
1: Now that you're totally depressed I'm going to give you the the good news. To he that overcomes the Laodiceans to he that overcomes will I grant, allow, command to sit with me in my throne even as I overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. This is what we Laodiceans, this is what God is going to how He's going to reward us. We get to sit. He's going to grant it. And whenever He speaks God speaks in this manner it's it's not just like well maybe. No, no. It is a, it is a command. You have no choice. You will sit with Him on His throne and just think of the what we go through now is nothing compared to what is going to be the the glory and the honor that's going to be given to us now in the next hour in the third hour i'm going to show you again i've done it before i've presented this before but i'm going to have the verses to present to you the grace that the Holy Spirit is going to give us. We, evangelicals, we in the body of Christ in America, what God has uh, is going to He's going to we are going to man, I'm tongue-tied right here. What God has planned for us in America, the grace that we will have, you can't imagine. It's too far off. You can't even begin to understand how God is going to meet this group of people in this country that are faithful to Him You're going to be taken before judges. And it says, you don't even need to think about what you're going to say. But when you begin to speak in that moment, what's going to come out of your mouth is going to bring terror, horror. It's going to bring trauma, anxiety to these people that you're going to speak to. You're going to speak through the power of God Almighty. And these people are going to go away in fear and trembling. They have you under their control, but you will put them under the control of the Holy Spirit. We'll be back in a second for the third hour. Rick Rodriguez, podcast 1360khnc.com, all entry ministry.
3: 1360khnc.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to
7: 1360khnc.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC-free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown,
8: Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. There won't be any outdoor watch party for tonight's sixth Stanley Cup Finals hockey game, the Avalanche visiting the Lightning on the Tivoli Brewing Company's big quad field just south of Ball Arena. Instead, the arena itself will offer an expanded indoor watch party with the game on giant screens. It'll be the biggest such event in Ball Arena yet. All three levels open, tickets only about 20 bucks each. Friday on the quad, some fans got a bit out of hand when they were told the venue was at capacity. They jumped fences and broke through barricades to get in and police couldn't control the scene. Besides Friday's unruliness. Weather may end up being a second good reason not to try and watch the Avs game outside tonight. Forecasters say there could be some much needed rain and thunderstorms falling on the Denver area by this evening, as there was in much of southern Colorado last night. Near Colorado Springs, fourteen thousand foot Pike Speak got a fresh wintry look, with two to four inches of Saturday snow falling at its summit. As far as the game itself, the Avalanche have two potential chances to finish off the two-time defending champion Lightning, but Colorado would like to knock them out in Tampa tonight rather than return home for a seventh game because that would mean the Bolts had won twice in a row, essentially eliminating Colorado's home ice advantage. The Avs had jumped out to a two-games-to-none lead to begin the finals. couple factors in their favor, though. Colorado's only lost one playoff game on the road this year, and they've closed out each of their three previous series on the road. The puck drops in Tampa tonight at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Demonstrations continued Saturday in downtown Denver, Colorado, and still expressing their opposition to Friday's Supreme Court ruling that undid the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision. The move eliminated Americans' right to terminate pregnancies, but not here. The state legislature adopted the provisions of Roe as state law back in March. Saturday's demonstrations against the high court's action, mixed with celebrations of gay pride as Denver's Pride Fest events, continued across the street at Civic Center Park. Pride participants cheered on the demonstrators, and some reproductive rights groups had tables and information set up at Pride Fest. More from. Sports, the U.S. women's national soccer team featuring four Colorado high school grads played a friendly match against Columbia in Commerce City Saturday. One of the Coloradoans, Fort Collins Sophia Smith, scored two of the Americans' goals. The U.S. took the match 3 0. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network.
10: I'm Heidi Gonal, and I know Jared Polis has become a real pain in the gas for Colorado families. Gas is almost $5 a gallon thanks to the Polis premium. In fact, Polis is Biden's point person for the New Green Deal here in Colorado. As your governor, I will put energy workers back to work here in Colorado. I will clean up our streets, and I will make it affordable again to live in our beautiful state. I'm Heidi Genall, a mom on a mission to be your next governor, and I approve this message.
11: Summer is around the corner. Take time to refresh in Wyoming's Carbon County. Drive up and soak in the mineral hot springs. Visit one of their many museums, take a scenic hike, horseback ride, or bike ride. Enjoy an array of lounging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com. Get your West on.
9: Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Kerry and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara and Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado.
4: Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate, 970-800-3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections please call us at 970-800-3693 or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards.
10: Hi, I'm Anita McAllister, your senior specialist. Are you turning 65? Know someone who is? The best time to learn about Medicare
4: is three months before you turn 65. Call me at 970-515-6882
3: to start planning. Don't make the mistake of waiting too long. There are
4: specific enrollment periods. If you miss them, you may have to wait till next year. There are late
11: enrollment penalties. The longer you wait, the bigger the penalties. Call me 970 515 6882 today.
1: Welcome back to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I realize three hours is difficult to just sit, uh, but because we can, we have the archived these recordings, these podcasts, or we've recorded these programs, you can go to the podcast section on 1360khnc.com and then to the Olive Tree program, and you can listen whenever you want. If there's something that you want to, uh, that uh, you need to hear again, because it, I don't know, you can replay, you can re listen. 1360khnc.com for the Olive Tree Lampstand Ministry programs. Monday through Thursday from two to three for the Olive Tree. I'm sorry for the uh, Present Truth programs. Also on 1360 khnccom Now in the book, uh, in the in the Bible, I don't want to leave on the note that you know we should despair. Uh, we should. Uh, there is no hope. Absolutely not. Just the opposite. We, God's children, have more hope than the children of the world that are presently suffering without Christ. We have more hope. We do have a God who gives His children purpose and an eternal future as well as a future just in time. All that God is, is available to us. We just have to ask. And there is a word consumption. It is mentioned five times in the scripture. And the first time it's mentioned is in Leviticus 26.16. The reason I talk about this is because in these five different verses it has Uh, a similar meaning but still uh, uh, they're not exactly the same. In Leviticus 26.16 here's what Moses said I will also do this to you I will appoint over you terror a consumption and the burning ague and it shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of the heart and you shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemy shall eat it. For the Moses told the children of Israel, You have received the commandments, the law. You've given and been been received, you have received instruction. Now, if you decide you don't want to be instructed by your God, then this is what's going to happen. God has appointed like a, a, like a guard, at a gate. In a type, in a, in a, to give you a greater, to give you a greater understanding, I have appointed over you, terror. If you won't yield to me, to my instruction, then consumption. It will be the burning, of you like a fever. It will consume your eyes. It will cause sorrow of the heart. You will, all that you do in, in being productive, your seed, you'll be sowing in vain. Your enemies are going to enjoy your harvest. You won't get to enjoy it. They will enjoy it. Now, one of the one of the, uh, the, the, the it will consume the eyes one thing that is a great curse to God's children is to not see is to not have the understanding and knowledge the ability to understand the time in which you live Part of this consumption affects the eyesight. And it also says in Proverbs that without a vision my people perish. Without a vision, my people are out of out of control, out of line. They are they have no vision. And they make mistake after mistake after mistake. We in America, all of the churches, not just evangelical, but Catholic, all of the seven churches, there is a consumption that's affecting our eyesight, that's affecting our ability to spiritually see. Firstly, the time in which we live. What we're to do. What we were called for. what's God, What God's plan is for our lives individually. There's something that has affected our eyesight. And it's a curse. Because God's children don't want to know the instructions of Christ. The instructions can come in the form of Doctrine or theology, eschatology, Uh, God reveals himself through what happens in the societies and we don't want to be affected, we don't want this consumption to affect our ability to see what it is that God has intended for us to do individually and collectively. The second time the consumption is used is in Deuteronomy and and, uh, in Leviticus twenty six sixteen in the Hebrew it's a wasting disease physically, it's a wasting disease of the lungs. What is this disease that is affecting us through COVID, whether it's a poison or a virus? It is a disease of the lungs. It causes fever, inflammation. So consumption in Leviticus 26.16, it affects the eyes. It causes sorrow of the heart. And it affects our productivity. But it's a wasting disease also, physically. A disease of the lungs causes fever, inflammation. Deuteronomy 28.22 To the children of Israel that didn't want the instruction. The Lord will smite you with a consumption, with fever, with inflammation, with an extreme burning, with the sword, with mildew, and the enemies are going to pursue you till you perish. We have enemies that are on the attack. And we're looking to laws of man to protect us. We're looking to laws of the Constitution. And we have that right because we have laws of the land. But we, our greater authority comes through our ability to pray. We are to pray. And from this point forward, it is going to be prayer that you are going to depend on. You're going to have to depend on God through prayer for all your needs, for your protection, for all things. And until you realize how needy you are, you're not going to be effective. You're going to have sorrow in your heart. There's not going to be any joy. You're going to be in fear. There's going to be anxiety. There's going to be torment. This is not what God intended for you. Through prayer, you will be victorious. You will have hope. You will see God, and if you don't pray, you won't be able to see God answering your requests. The more you request, the more answers you get, the more faith you will have. They work together. And prayer is really it's 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 our prayers the reality of our pray the incense that goes up through our prayers is never lost it goes up before God before his throne it is a sweet smell to him he loves the prayers of his children now in um, I should just get this verse. Again, I've gone over it before, and I I just feel to go over it once again. It was King David. And King David stated that there's going to be a generation, just one generation, and in that generation the there is going to be it says there is a gener David said, There is a generation that seeks thy face. O God of Jacob. And that is Psalms, I think, is 20. Um, Let me get it. And it's important because it's... um, Oh, boy. There is a generation that seeks thy face, O God of Jacob. Psalm, I think, is 24.6 and in the greater, tra- the greater meaning of the translation that generation has never occurred before. It occurs only one time and David was looking into the future. He was looking into the last decade, the time prior to Messiah's return and he didn't see it in that sense. But he knew Messiah would come and he says, "There's a generation that seeks thy face, O God of Jacob. In the last 10 years, there would be a generation of the Jewish children, the Jewish children, the children of the, the, the elect. And David was looking at that generation, the elect when the great hardships would come to Israel and how the children of Israel were going to seek the face of Jacob the God of Jacob and he knew the hardships that would come to the elect of God the Jewish people at the end of the world in that final generation there would also be the individuals Jewish and Gentile that would have received Messiah that would be born again and in that last decade Satan's all out attack on natural Israel and the church and the societies of the world and that generation that final that one generation In the last decade would be a generation of people that would be needy they would need God more than in the hardships of that time than ever before in the history of mankind and David saw how much the people of that generation would need God need Him for everything. Need Him to carry them through the day, to carry them through the night, to carry them through hardships, through any, all types of suffering. And they would need God. We believers, until we have that revelation, how much now, today, how we need God more than ever. We've, I've needed the Holy Spirit all through my Christian life. My wife and my children, we all realize we have always needed Him. But we realize now because the world has changed so drastically in the direction of evil, we need our God more now than ever before. And we are fully aware of that. And God's children need to be aware fully aware that in where we are going in the world especially in this country if you are not needy if you feel that you can go into the future without the Holy Spirit without God then you are really deceived a consumption is upon your mind a blindness is upon your eyes we at the end of the world church body of believers we are in the position where we need God more than ever and we're going to need him more than ever so that we can accomplish what we are to to fulfill our destinies we, we have something we each individually are to accomplish we need him so we can accomplish those things The next time consumption is used is in Isaiah 10-22. My people Israel, even though there is the sand of the sea, yet there's going to be a remnant of them that are going to return back to Israel. He's prophesying that Israel would be out of the land but would return to the land. And at that time that they are returning... Consumption is decreed, but this time it's in a positive sense. The consumption is going to be the overflow with righteousness. This is where we believers, we need to, as we return to the land, the land we don't have a physical land. It's a type for the children of Israel. For us, the reality is we are to return to our God we are to return to the lord who purchased us we are his possession daily we are to in our hearts make a turn <laughs> make a turn in his direction and as we turn in the direction of the lord he will meet us and then when he meets us then is this is where The strength and power and the hope and the joy and the terror is the power of the terror is broken. The power of anxiety, hopelessness, it's broken. As we turn to him, he immediately meets us and in that meeting is where we begin to be strengthened in our Christian walk like never before. If you think you are strong in Christ now, you just wait to see how much stronger you're going to get in Christ in the days to come. Less fear, less anxiety, less terror, more hope, more great hope. Uh, you're going to realize how much protection you have and the Holy Spirit you're going to be more filled with the Holy Spirit so consumption that is on the negative is going to be turned eventually to a righteous overflowing in your Christian life then Isaiah the next verse says that at the end of the world The Lord of hosts is going to make consumptions what has been determined in the midst of all of the land of Israel but also to the churches. We're going to be consumed with righteousness. We're going to be consumed with the holiness with the virtues of all that Christ is. There's going to be that consumption. We're going to be consumed in a different way it's going to be a positive. Those that turn to God are strengthened by the Lord. Then the last verse, the last time the word consumption is used, this time it is specifically directed at the people that live during the time of Antichrist. During the second half of the tribulation, I have friends that I'm going to interject this that believe that there's going to be a pre trib rapture. There is no pre trib, mid trib rapture, there are no multiple raptures. There is one resurrection for God's children. God's children are all resurrected whether dead or living, at the same time, after the tribulation is over. That's also in Matthew 24. Christ talks about the tribulation, the great tribulation, and then He says, after the tribulation of those days, then you'll see the sign of the coming of the Son of Man. It's after the tribulation is when we will be cut up caught up. We will be resurrected. Now the principle with the army of God God, the nations the kings of the earth they send the citizens of their nation to battle. They personally other than in the time of King David he would go to battle. It was a type. The kings of the nations send their young people, their their, their young women, they send their society to battle. But in the kingdom of heaven, it's different. In the kingdom of heaven, Christ sends his kings to battle. He sent all of the apostles into the battle. (coughs) All but John the Apostle. They were martyred. They boiled John in oil. But he had to be alive to to receive a revelation for us. God sends his kings to battle. And the kings, as they go to battle, they are the... These kings... Uh, How do I phrase it? Uh The example. The kings go to battle as an example to the children of God. And as the children of God see the kings, the great believers, go to battle, then they, the children, they get hope. They are strengthened. Example, Elijah. He's a prophet. Some of the prophets were hiding out. But Elijah, he goes and he confronts the, the uh, prophets of Jezebel to a battle. And he builds an altar. And you know the story. When the children of Israel Saw the authority that Elijah had over the prophets of Baal, of Jezebel, it gave them hope. It encouraged them. It brought a reality that God is still with the children of Israel. God sends his prophets to battle, his kings to battle, as an example, to set the example for the rest of the children of God, back then and presently. God's kings. Are in the battle, you're going to see them go into greater battle, and it's going to encourage the children of God, and it's going to the kings that go into battle. These kings are righteous and they're holy. The prophets today are righteous and holy. the The true pro apostles are righteous and holy, and these true apostles and prophets are going to expose. In the body of Christ, all that is false, all that is not of God, all who are in rebellion to God, even though they're performing miracles on God's behalf, they're still in rebellion to God, and God is going to use His true apostles and prophets to expose them and to, to reveal to the churches who these people are. We're going to be back in a little bit. The Alder Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. Rick Rodriguez will be back in a half hour.
3: Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. <laughs>
0: Hey, my name's Jariah with Performance Restoration Dent Repair. We're a family-run business located in downtown Longmont. We specialize in hail repair, door dings, creases, large dent repair, and ceramic coatings. If you're interested, give us a call at 303-726-3628 or schedule online at prdents.com. Again, call us at 303-726-3628 or schedule online at prdents.com. It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary, it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, the law.
2: January 22nd saw Northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new P.E. Gun Show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training, or seller reservations, visit P.E. That's P.E. for more info. The new 90,000 square foot premier events expo center located at Greeley mall off highway 34 is a perfect indoor space to plan your next event weddings graduations concerts or fairs this space can accommodate for leasing information contact peshows.com or call them at 970-663-9101 that's peshows.com 970-663-9101
12: Are you
3: tired of your cabinets slamming shut?
4: Quiet! Keep it down up there!
3: Then upgrade to high-end, no-slam cabinets with A&D design.
4: They're priced 15% lower than big stores' plywood cabinets and 30% lower than their high-end cabinets.
3: They also have scratch and dent cabinets at a discount. For beautiful cabinetry and no more... Call Daniel at 303-968-6678.
4: Or visit their website at andcabinetdesign.com.
1: This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC.
15: Day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day.
1: All right, Uh, before I forget, podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com and also uh, the mailing address is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. So in our time, there are going to be in the body of Christ these overcomers are going to return now to Christ like never before. There are going to be those that still continue in their apostasy, and many are being deceived and carried away into apostasy. Now, in in uh, Isaiah 10.22, I'm going to read 21, 22, and 23 of Isaiah 10 the remnant shall return even the remnant of jacob unto the mighty god there have been many who have been away from you might say on vacation but they're going to return many 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 believers faithful believers are, are have been have been following the lord but those that have been like the prodigal sons are going to begin to return to the mighty God. Though uh, Isaiah is speaking about the remnant, I'm speaking about the remnant of believers in the body of Christ. Verse 22, And though the people of Israel be as the sand of the sea, yet a remnant of them shall return. And in the body of Christ, only a remnant. Isaiah talks about a remnant. Then later on in the Isaiah, he talks about a small remnant. Then later on in Isaiah, he talks about a residue. There's going to be those in the body who are going to return for their positions in the body of Christ. And the gates of hell are not going to prevail against this builded church. There are others that are just not going to be excited about nor want to be part of a builded church, a overcoming body of believers in all seven churches, Catholic churches, Lutheran churches, and especially the evangelical churches. Though Israel, though thy people Israel be as the sand of the sea, yet a remnant of them shall return, the consumption decreed shall overflow with righteousness, for the Lord of hosts shall make a consumption, even determined, in the midst of all the land. There's going to be a consumption, people returning to Christ. They that shine they that lead the many to righteousness shall shine as the stars forever. There is going to be a group. There are going to be those who are going to be consumed, and righteousness. is really going to be the, the uh, fruit of their lives. That is not others, that is us. Now the last verse is Isaiah 28, 22. It is in the second half of the tribulation. And here's what Isaiah says. Now therefore, don't be mockers lest your hands be made strong, lest your bands be made strong. For I have heard from the Lord God of hosts a consumption even determined upon the whole earth. Now this way, this consumption is at the end of the world in the last four years before the Lord returns. In the last three years plus maybe three months. And the meaning is this. It is the uh, Strong's H. 3617. It's very interesting the way it's phrased put here, the meaning of it. It's a different meaning than the others. It means completion, termination, a full end, complete destruction, uh, consummation, meaning totally consumed, Annihilation, utterly consumed, full, utter, and riddance. What is he talking about here in the tribulation, the great tribulation? What is this? I'm going to read it again completion, termination, full end, complete destruction, consummation, annihilation. Utterly consumed, full, utter, and riddance. I've had to think about this and how this applies to not just the end of the world, but to the nations of the world, to Israel, or to the church. The church being two peoples, two families of God. A natural family and an adopted family. Jew and Gentile. Now, in the great tribulation, there's going to be an end to nonsense in the body of Christ. In the body of Christ, there is madness, dysfunctional men that are the heads of big ministries, dysfunctional teachers Pastors, prophets, so-called prophets, so-called apostles. God is going to make an end of it. And Antichrist is God, the tool that God is going to use to make an end of this madness and this errant practice in the body of Christ. I'm going to talk about America. I read this, and I'm thinking, Lord Jesus, this, and I have been asking the Lord, Lord, what is going to be the punishment of these men that have been using the children of God in their assemblies for their evil? And the children in these big assemblies, they also are going to be punished. Not just the pastors that deceive them. But the people in these administrations that have allowed this deception and have allowed themselves to be deceived and want to carry out this madness, God's punishing them too. In all these big, big ministries, these cancerous growths of what is abnormal in the body of Christ that have been... Representing Christ, but not in the proper way. They, these big ministries, have brought shame to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, to Yeshua, to Jesus, to Sheshu. They have brought shame to the Lord. And this is why. The children of the world world mock Christianity. It's like cancer. It's dysfunctional. It's madness. It is everything that is unbalanced. A consumption. It's going to be a complete termination of all this stuff. There is not going to be these big ministries. Their end is coming. And the pastors, whether they die physically or whether they're removed and taken out and beheaded by Antichrist, God knows how it's going to end. But these big ministries, the end is coming. And the people that support this madness, are the punishment is coming from Almighty God to His own children. Remember, Christ said, Judgment begins in the nations to the world because the world is evil. No, no, no. Christ said, judgment begins at the household of God. If it doesn't begin in the household of God, then God is unrighteous for punishing the nations but not punishing his own children. Remember the story of Eli Samuel, Samuel the seer, is with Eli, and Samuel and, and Eli had sons that were that were uh, stealing the offerings when the people would come to bring their offerings. These two sons, Hophni and uh, what was the other one? I can't remember. God took them out to battle and there he destroyed them in the battle. They had no protection. Christians that are out in the battle that are really not there at God's, in God's direction, you're not going to have any protection. These people in these big assemblies that are not of God, God will use them. God allows it. But when they go to battle, there's not going to be any protection for them. And one of the Pinaeus and Hophni, one of the, I can't remember, one of the two sons of Eli, his wife was pregnant. And here they're out in the battle and the wife is delivering the child. And she hears that something had happened and she asked the uh, the midwife, what what's going on? He says well, your your husband the, the the your husband is dead and his brother is dead and they have taken the ark of the covenant. And she and she was just giving birth to the baby, and the midwife says and the baby is going to be healthy, and she called the child Ichabod. She didn't care about. She was a righteous woman. She was a righteous woman. She cared about. Christ. She cared about her Messiah in the type of the Ark of the Covenant. Do you care for your Christ in your hardship? And how the enemies are destroying the name of our Christ? And she she hears that the ark has been taken. She says, Ichabod Ichabod. She names her child. Ichabod the Lord has departed was that exactly it? I think that was it the ark of the covenant had been taken from Israel and she didn't care about her child she didn't care that she was going to die she was lamenting because the ark was taken and put in the hands of the enemy She was a righteous woman. She didn't grieve for her husband because she knew what her husband was about. She knew her husband was corrupt. She didn't weep for him. She didn't weep for her child. She was sad because the ark had been taken. Now, in these big ministries... No one wants to talk about them. But it's okay. No one wants to really tell it like it is. God has been watching. Punishment is coming. There is a termination. There's going to be a full end to these big ministries. There's going to be complete destruction of them. And the man that put them together. The man who... Didn't take counsel from Christ. If they'd have taken counsel from Christ, they would never have built these big mega churches. All of them. They have to repent. And the people that have enabled these men to do this, they have to repent too. Not all of them are going to repent. Within those big assemblies, there are going to be some who are going to repent. They're going to see. And they will repent. There's going to be a complete annihilation coming to these big ministries at the hand of Antichrist. They're going to be utterly consumed. I'm prophesying to these people. I'm giving you a prophecy. I'm telling you what's going to come. There's going to be a a full utter and a riddance to that nonsense. It has been offensive to God, and the men in the body of Christ, there is no way for them, the godly men, no way to stop this type of evil. God allows it. He did allow it. But God is going to use another tool, and that tool is called Antichrist. And Antichrist and his children in his kingdom is going to take those men and they're probably going to be beheaded if they don't die first. And all in the Christian churches has been offensive to God. Female apostles. There is no such thing as female apostles in the body of Christ, ever female pastors. It is not in the Bible. It is not scriptural. Women have prophetic ability. They are to function. They are not to have authority. They are not to teach. It is. It has been very clear. And only recently have men begun to really uh, stand up for what the scripture says. And these men that stand up and basically present what I'm presenting, they lose people in their ministries. This is an apostate church. This is a church that doesn't want sound doctrine. This is a church that has been consumed with blindness. A consumption of blindness upon the eyes of the members of this body of believers. And I'm only going to talk about the true believers, the truly born again. In the congregations, you have the those that are just uh, uh, nominal Christians who are not truly born again, but they do like religion. They're just religious, nominal, in-name-only type of people. I'm telling you what's coming. You don't have to believe me. You just wait. Like Paul said, let every man speak, and then God will approve or he will not be approved. In the seven churches, again, indicates an end to what is foreign in the churches. There is so much that is foreign, not of God, not of the Bible, not of the Holy Spirit. What's not of God? These false prophets and teachers, false apostles, prophets, teachers, teachers, They're going to be exposed. They're going to be removed. These people in positions of authority in the evangelical churches that were never called by Christ, as well as the Satanists that have snuck in, in all these assemblies, they're going to be exposed. And the hirelings also are going to be known. Who are the hirelings? Those that have not been called by God, but that are taken the finances and the time and energy of God's children. Rick Rodriguez will be back for one final little brief comment.
3: How would you like some free advertising? Free.
15: Free. Free, 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 free.
3: Call 970-587-5003. We will put your small business or local company on the half-empty cup of Joe for the small business section of the show. Call 970 587 5003 and we'll get your business some free advertising today. Free! Free. Does this corrupt monetary system give you a whack to the head or a poke in the eye? Call Patriot Trading Group at 800 951. That's 800-951-0592. That's eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Don't be a stooge. Buy gold and silver today.
10: Yadira Caraveo is a dangerous Marxist who will always side with Joe Biden over America. I'm World County Commissioner Lori Sane. And I'm running for Congress to stop Caraveo and the Marxist-Biden agenda. I served eight years as the most conservative member of the Colorado House, taking on Polis and Hickenlooper before him. The liberal media, pro-abortion progressives, and weak, woke Republicans tried to defeat me, but I beat them every time. I'm a fearless advocate for freedom and our conservative values. Others may try and sound like me, but I'm the only one with a proven record of fighting for freedom. That's why I got 73% at the Republican Party nominating caucus. I'm Lori Sane, Republican for Congress, and I approve this message and ask for your vote for Congress so I can stop Biden's radical socialist agenda before it's too late. Paid for by Lori for Freedom. <laughs>
4: You want to try something different for your students? Come join me at Civica Career and Collegiate Academy in Milliken, We're a tuition-free charter school enrolling for next year for grades 6 through 10. We have a firm foundation. We stand for the pledge. Our students are in uniforms. We stick to core curriculum, and we'll get them ready for the world. Enroll today at civica.co.org or call us at 970-614-5521 for a private tour.
13: This is Crystal with Cruise Planners. We're a full-service travel agency located in Johnstown, Colorado. Give us a call at 970-578-9779 or visit our website at milehighcruiseplanners.com to start planning your next vacation today. By land, air, or sea, we get you there and all you do is go enjoy. Again, that number is 970-578-9779.
1: is going to, he said that he's going to remove everything that offends in his kingdom. Everything that offends he's going to remove it. He's going to judge it all. And he's righteous. And I thank God that he's going to remove everything that offends. These churches belong to him. They were put in the hands of men who were to be responsible to teach, the, the the men were to teach the teachings of Christ, all doctrine. They weren't. It wasn't to be a menace. It wasn't to be a, 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 a occupation. Something for their retirement. It's offensive to Christ, very offensive. It's offensive to the righteous people in the body of Christ. And God has a tool. That He's going to raise up. And that tool, that person Antichrist, he's going to end. God is going to use him to end, to terminate, to destroy, to annihilate this madness, this disease in the body of Christ. You know, when Israel was apostate, what did God do? He sent in the nations exactly the same principle. God's ways, his paths, remain the same. When Israel was totally apostate, the nations came in and carried him off. Now, Antichrist, Israel is apostate. The church in America, the churches are apostate. Who's God going to use on apostate Israel? Antichrist. Who's he going to move, use on the apostate churches? Antichrist, one tool to deal with apostasy in the elect family of God, Israel, and in the body of Christ. God's infinite wisdom is to you. we, His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts higher than our thoughts. But apostate Israel is going to be invaded by Antichrist and hardship in the last half of the tribulation, is going to come to Israel like never before. And in the body of Christ also. God is going to have righteous people in Israel. They're going to make it through the hard times. And in the body of Christ, we're going to make it through the hard times. And at the end of the tribulation, when it's over... Though we, the nations have thought that we've been annihilated, like there were no Jews in Germany in World War II after uh, when Hitler took over, it appeared as if the Jews were completely gone. But they came up, they resurrected from the dead, and many moved to Israel. continued so to this 1360KHSC.com
7: for podcast. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD